Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. Although I'm starting to wonder if it's maybe just the Ross and Luke show. Uh, here's someone's, uh, someone's AWOL again. Uh, we will talk about that in a minute. So everyone has a dream inside them, but sometimes life feels harder than it should and we're left wondering why it's just not easier. Sometimes you feel on top of the world and other times you feel like the world is on top of you. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learnt a few things about life, love, relationships, communication and business. And we're here to share it with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be guaranteed we enjoy delivering it to you. Luke. Hello. 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 How's it going? Great, thanks. Yeah, you? I'm pretty good. Good. Yeah, you know, no, I'm good. So, yeah, I'm alive. Uh, yeah, good being start. above the ground or, you know, not in a plastic box with a sticker on it um, is, is, you know, I mean, that's a bonus, right? I was born a human and not a, uh, a plant in the ground. So yep. I think I'm ahead already. So yeah, yeah, I'm well. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I uh, listened to a really interesting book that talks about uh, kind of uh, evolution. I think it was called uh species no 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 that was what someone else called it it was something else it doesn't really matter yeah. the names we're sure we can find that out if someone really wants to know um but it's about the kind of evolution of how humans came came about and really interesting to see what they're um what they're discussing when it comes to what separates us from animals yeah yeah discussion there how you like you know we're uh, glad you're not a, a plant you're a you know, you're human, so you're a step up there. Yeah. And just the, the differences, because there's actually been a lot of uh, races of kind of the, the humans of various types. Yeah. You know, obviously we know a lot about Neanderthal man, but it was certainly not the only one that was out there. It was a lot of them, um, including a little pygmy race that um, I think grew up to about three and a half feet tall. Yeah, right. So sort of half our height. Yeah, it's just interesting stuff, yeah. It's sort of closely related to... Certain mammals and different species, so mm. they're definitely, you know, we're separate in, in, in a lot of other ways too, aren't we? Mm. Being unique yeah. in what yeah. we do, so uh, I don't know if that's a good thing either. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty complicated, uh, high maintenance, you know, if you get hit in the head too many times, well, <laughs> we probably don't contribute as we should. You know, yeah, there's some things that... We're certainly very fragile. As, as far as animals go, we're really fragile. Yeah. You know, for, for one-on-one, Pretty much most of the animals out there would just annihilate us. Yeah. And uh, for our ability to be able to communicate and work together as a team, uh, you know, as a, as a tribe, yeah. is what's separated us from the other animals. Mm. Um, and they were saying that in that, that it was complex language is what separated modern day man from all the other versions. Okay. You know, it's it's our ability to communicate such complex things mm. that allowed us to accelerate beyond our, you know, our forebearers. Okay. Mm. Mm. It's an interesting worry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, so uh, th- there's a good chance that um, that uh, Al is, is lacking some of that uh, cognitive ability to be able to communicate. <laughs> Punctuality. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And he's still and he's still dealing with some very simple complexes like um, sorry, very simple ideas like working with a trailer. 
So apparently today he's uh, he's held up, <laughs> he's stuck, struggling yeah. with a trailer where he, where his words. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. And you had to ring him, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, cool. So, yeah. It gives it some perspective. You never like to talk about a person when they're not present, but in this case, uh, you can listen to it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So what do I want to talk about today? Uh, well, today, I suppose, um, well, I know, look, it's pretty, we're, we're always pretty organic and open. Um, mm. There's, uh, yeah, there's a lot sort of to talk about. Um, I, su- I suppose specifically for the purpose of the, you know, the podcast, we were discussing a little bit more sort of structure um, uh, a couple of podcasts ago. Yep. Um, and that might, you know, for me, it potentially may be um, just bringing in some sort of real life um, situations, you know, to leverage off um, the experience that, you know, um, you guys have, uh, not only yourself and Al, uh, but myself in dif- different mm-hmm. situations, so potentially um, giving something back to people that you know would you know have had use for um, you know challenges they're going through uh, could be work, life, staff, you know, just a sort of a, a range of things. So you know, for me, um, you know, I'd like to sort of pick a you know maybe a topic or two and um, and bunk it down on that and get other people's you know points of view. So um, you know, uh, just to give back. Uh, in a sense, uh, someone listening to this might get a bit of leverage off that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, so you're talking about how to like systems in, in where, like what sort of systems? Well, it could be anything specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose like uh, for myself today, you know, I had a bit of a challenge, you know, with a staff member sort of, you know, resigning mm-hmm. you know, uh, early on in the piece. So, you know, they're, they're little things that uh, I think although confronting and never feel good, uh, that, you know, it's good to get other people's points of views and opinions, especially people that have sort of been there and done that. You know what I mean? I know Al's probably had a lot of experience with um, broader companies, you know, large mm-hmm. teams, etc. Yep. Yep. And it, that probably gives it a bit of context as well. You know, for me, I, I know I'd get a lot out of that. Um, and for you, you've worked with different, you know, stripes and types of teams and people, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, all over the place. So, you know, we're all going to have a bit of... Uh, bit of something to say but you know uh, for me um you know in that specific scenario it was more you know probably not a shock but you know there's some things that come out of that you know that you probably didn't see at the time that you do see now that makes sense yeah and you know you you again you want to continue on to you know progress in business the idea is to build a team and culture obviously to make money uh, mm-hmm. that's important so you've got to look after your tribe and family but, you know, how to best, um, you know, keep those people, you know, people, yep. and, and even if they aren't suited, you know, it's still, you know, you find that out in the general, you know, as, as life goes on, as time goes on. But, you know, for, for some people out there who, who potentially don't see that, you know, what, what they're looking for, what are the signs that someone may not be a fit culturally, um, they might may not align with your values and, you know, and so forth. So, because some of this stuff isn't picked up in the, you know, initial interview or hiring phase, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So then people think, oh, well, look, I've got to get better at hiring, you know, and for me, it's kind of just getting on the same page as people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found in the last couple of days too is uh, nurturing and caring, you know, deeply about where yep. people are at because at the end of the day, you can, as people have said to me, you know, you can leave with a stick Yep. Um, you know, or you can yeah. or you can lead from behind, and that from behind means you know supporting people no matter what. Yep. And that, to me, makes sense and potentially would come back in spades. Uh, there are so many businesses that, when they start, like the, 
the person who starts the business is really just eager to get the business up and running and going and as it grows they've still got you know their head down they're focused on it and yeah they don't really kind of stop and look up to to change a lot of the time so the business grows and grows and then they realize that you know they've they've been so busy focused on growing the business that they haven't been focusing on the people yeah and and you know and they find themselves really not treating their staff um, in a really awesome, inspiring way a lot of the time. And, you know, and you find that your staff are, you know, they're, they're difficult to deal with sometimes. Um, they do make silly mistakes. Uh, all sorts of things can happen. And, you know, maybe there's a high turnover of staff. That's a really good indicator as well. Yeah. You know, hey, maybe you're not connecting with your staff. Some people have the opinion, well, you know, they're there to do a job and that's what it is. Yeah. And if that's what it is, then you're right, they'll do a job while they're there to the degree by which they feel rewarded for that. Yeah. And when they've found something better, then they'll leave. And that'll be your experience of your business. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's sort of a simple simple layout, hey, in general, you know, probably 8%, you know, of, of how businesses roll. So, yeah, it is sort of finding that that middle ground, you know. I know uh, for me, you know, I focus on sales and building out different processes and systems and and constantly uh, constantly looking to improve um and you do you do take your eye off the ball right you know but there's for me i kind of think there's got to be a certain amount of um autonomy like you know we tend to hire staff that are problem solvers and forward thinkers so yeah you know i've got a three solutions policy to any challenge so then when people are not coming to you saying hey this doesn't work it doesn't fit you know what do i do you know they're coming to me saying it didn't work, it didn't fit, but this is what we've done about it. You know, yep. so self-management, right? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of just like to hire like that from the get-go, mm. um, but also instill the culture. Uh, but sometimes it's hard to constantly drive that culture home. Uh, you know, you get bogged down in this, I want to sell. I just want to sell. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I care about people, but I want to sell. So mm-hmm. in that instance, I take my eye off the ball. So, you know, for me, it's... It seems quite complicated, you know, all the things that, you know, you need to be doing and, uh, but in, in its essence, if you break it down, it's staying close to people, right? Mm-hmm. Having that yep. deep human connection. And I really believe if that connection's not there, they're not a fit. Doesn't yeah. matter if your yep. eyes off the ball for a period of time and you come back and, you know what I mean, you know, you're there and people waver. Mm-hmm. But I really think uh, having more of a connection, yep. uh, listening more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, deeply caring and trying to understand, you know, the way they see it. Yeah, is hugely important. I think uh, you know I could even put that down to like eighty percent. You know, yep. of, of everything. Yeah, doesn't matter about the funky pictures on the wall or the cool office mm-hmm. that you work in. That stuff kind of fades, right? Yeah. Um, but also not being afraid to uh, express the kind of person you are. You know, as a leader or or well, even as a team member. Yep. Yeah. So don't compromise on that. That. You know, I'm technical, like like Al, he likes to complicate things. Well, I've kind of figured out in the last six months, so do I. So me and Al have probably got a lot in common, right? Um, and and not for... Yeah, which is which is where his, you know, his almost like a mission statement now is just to let go of things hmm. and, you know, to simplify yeah. everything. He's like, oh, I've been overcomplicating it forever. Now I just need to simplify it. <laughs> and it adds, yeah, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Like it's a lot of additional work. So... Yeah, and that's life. Ebbs and flows, energy mm-hmm. here, energy there. Um, yeah, I think having that deep connection with people is the key. And as I grow as a person and in business, I kind of think that 
you know, if, you, if you're truly passionate about the, you know, your path in life, whatever that is, yeah, mm-hmm. self-help, yeah. fitness, sign industry, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, um, that, you know, that, that tends to come out like that, that true passion. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's probably, I haven't found that exact calling yet, but it's getting closer, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting in a sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think, I think you have, but you're, you know, you're finding, looking for a different one. Like signage, yeah, signage yeah, has been right. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you produce amazing signs because that's been your passion. Yeah. And you know, now as as you evolve and bigger if things interest you, then it shifts. Yeah. Which is just natural. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I think uh, not pushing against that shift, you know, which is, you know, potentially what a lot of people get. You know, hung up on. You know, they, they want to see it through. They got invested interest in, you know, in the outcome, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, when the outcome is bad, they've got such an interest in it. They take it to heart. They carry it. You know, they don't mm-hmm. let it go. Um, yeah, and it's amazing that you know, life is like that, right? And it's the the thought we put around it. You know, it's potentially well, it is. It's all in our head. Yeah. Uh, oh, know, the stuff that goes on in our heads and, is amazing. It's <laughs> so ridiculously complex yeah but it's what's allowed us to create our world like look around like you know for you right now for anyone listening to this yeah. look around you I mean we're recording this right now actually from um, from a phone like a phone is a device that is a new invention yeah which has been connected by cable for for most of its its life it's only in recent years that it became this mobile device and then started to do more functions. And now it's my computer. Yeah. Like I live from it. It does everything for me. If I want something, I just, you know, in fact, I'm, I'm scared to do it now, but I say, okay, Google, and it, and it answers me. Hope my phone doesn't. No, we're good. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. We got away with that one. <laughs> and, and it answers me and it does stuff for me. You know, yeah. I, can, I can send text messages. I set reminders. I create calendar appointments, everything without even touching it. And it's just the, the humble phone. It and is, yeah. So if our brains weren't complex, how could we have created something that's, you know, so incredibly powerful? Yeah. Yeah, I think, mm. yeah, especially with technology in leaps and bounds. And, you know, uh, I was reading a book, uh, it's Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biography is written by somebody else, but, you know, with his consent. Yeah, I finished um, that one recently, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's been, um, yeah, pretty eye-opening. You know, mm. he's had some wild ideas, but you know, he actually said a while back that you know, like uh, mankind's had a real lack of innovation. Mm-hmm. You know, so what he's doing isn't out of school. It's just we've had very little innovation like his, yeah, for a, such a long period of time that he seems out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Like it's like, man, this guy's like from outer space. You know, yeah. can, he's spending an order. He's trying to go back there. Well, he is. Yeah, yeah. And but he's passionate and driven, right? Yeah. And that comes yeah. back to that not compromising who you are as a person or a leader. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, as a leader, he's really interesting, which he would have, yeah, yeah it really comes out in that book. Like, he's not, um, you wouldn't go, oh, here's an, here's an inspirational leader. Like, this guy fires up the troops and, you know, because a lot of people complain about working for him. Yeah. Like, what he's like as a boss and it's, yeah. and it's tough to work for him. But you're either on board with his passion yeah. or you're not. Yeah. And when you are, you will just naturally, because you're so into what he's, you know, to his mission and his vision and his passion, yeah. you're on 110%. You know, you work the long hours, you'll work your butt off. You'll, 
you know, you'll serve his vision. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a really clear culture. And everybody in the organization is like that. If you're not, you're not going to last day one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's sort of testament to, you know, to him as well. I mean, he's a bit yeah. of a showman. You know, no likes, compromise. He likes that. Yeah, and as you said, he's, you know, he's, he can be pretty hard to sort of work with, very direct, um, pretty hands-on as well, from mm-hmm. what I've heard, you know, initially. So, um, yeah, yeah, he'll get in there on the floor and work with anyone. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's not afraid to get and, his hands and in. And outwork them. And, but even uh, even a couple of um, snippets in the book that he found that things weren't working for him in that sort of direct um, contact with, you know, staff, that he wasn't getting, you know, what he wanted from them, mm-hmm. um, potentially came off as, you know, rude, arrogant, mm. um, you know, telling people what to do. And uh, even he sort of reconsidered, um, you know, other ways he could approach it. Mm-hmm. So he's smart enough to know that, you know, mm-hmm. communication, you know, is the key there. Um, but yeah, I mean, a guy like that, who knows, he probably doesn't have a lot of time to worry about other people yeah. other than, you know, his mission, you know, yeah. his immediate... We don't have time for your emotions. We're trying to get to the moon. Yeah, you know, right. Or to, to Mars. Yeah. We're trying to colonate Mars. We don't have time for you to, to, to bring your emotions into this. Yeah. Get on with it, get it done. Yeah. We're trying to get to Mars Yeah. before we, you know, before the human race is wiped out. Yeah. That's some big thinkers, you know, that he's around. And again, you know, it's, it's who he's surrounded himself with. And, you know, I think it's uh, it's, it's definitely worth a read or uh, mm-hmm. listen, uh, is in my case, uh, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of Audible. So, yeah, definitely some uh, some things to take away from that book. Uh, for me, listening to stories like that rather than, um, you know, Sales 101 or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, some, some stuff that's sort of a bit more learning or drilling down a lot um, mm-hmm. into specific you know, areas. I get a lot more from stories like that now. So I sort of focus over there a bit more, yep. uh, which is cool, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, not sort of overthinking everything in sundry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take a bit of time out to, uh, to listen or read a book, you know, which is a key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, if, if you're in, in business or you're just trying to move yourself anywhere in life, education. Like just read books, listen to people, you know, talk mm. to people who, who are where you want to go to, you know, and, and don't, we spoke about, um, we talked before about like who we are as people kind of diminishing ourselves and um, restricting ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, just trying to compromise. Don't do that. If there's someone that you know of that you think would be great, yeah. just reach out to them, talk yeah. to them. You know, if they, if you can't get to them, you can't speak to them, then that happens. But that shouldn't stop you from giving it a go. Yeah, and I, I do agree with the education side of things. Now, I think it can get to a point, though, where, you know, too much is too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I've mentioned before, there's people that have gone off uh, education. They're very savvy. They consume huge amounts of uh, information and data over many years. Uh, which has definitely served them, but their point was that they weren't listening to their true selves, like their inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, when their body wasn't right, they weren't listening to their body. They'd just, you know, jump on Google and go, well, what's, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Inflamed yeah, yeah. shoulder, you know, or things like that. But just stopping, tuning into your body, tuning into your, you know, your inner wisdom, which is always there. You're born with that, right? We just have a great habit of just diminishing it or not using it, just pushing it aside. Yeah. Um, and always looking for the answers out there. And it's a really hard thing to do. But then when you when you can tap into that 
I think the the insights that you get, and they don't, it's not like a steady stream of insights, right? I can read a motivational book by Tony Robbins and just go, man, I'm so pumped, the world's <laughs> fucked, you know, wait, just, you know what I mean? Yep. But uh, it's, it's, it doesn't last. You, know, yep. you don't have the power or stamina. So with that, you know, inner wisdom and slowing down and listening to yourself, it's, it's different. And then when those insights come, you're like, oh, that's what that is, wow. You know, I've had stuff happen to me. Even this week, I took a call from a client one minute before I was going out the door. Everyone had gone home and they rang and asked me a, just a real simple question. Mm. I was like, wow. Do you know what I mean? And, and that, that simple question triggered um, you know, me to look into a process in that business that yeah. they didn't understand. And I was yeah, like, okay. wow. So we're so complicated uh, that potentially missed a sale because the client straight up said, I don't understand. Yeah, like, hang on, yeah, let yeah. me open this up and have a look. And I was like, I don't understand either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was it was meant to be. I yeah. was meant to take that call one yeah. minute heading out the door. Totally. Um, and we took a, a lot away from it. And we've been working in that area too to present, you know, simplify things, make it, mm-hmm. you know, make a buying opportunity and, and window easier for the client. Um, that's been a big focus and it you take your eye off the ball for a week or two, yeah, and then there's that there's that foot in the ass sort of thing. That, but that's an insight for me. Whereas I would have previously just look, I'm busy, man. Like you know, if you don't understand it, that's your problem. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, it is what it is. That's the price. You know, if yeah. you've any questions, let me know. Um, so that's the difference between being busy, yeah, constantly filling your head with other people's information and education, or just stopping listening, you know, smelling the roses, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, and being present so that's a big one yeah so yeah it's a big thing for a lot of people and you know business and life yeah just stopping and listening yeah the the number one key to communication is to listen you know we, we think that to communicate we need to talk but to communicate we don't we need to listen yeah as a there's the um and i'm probably even mentioned on here before the american indians you know with the talking stick they figured it out. Yeah. They didn't, they, you know, they had a talking stick and the only one allowed to talk was the one with the stick and they didn't hand it over until they felt heard. Yeah. I mean, it's just mind boggling. How do you felt, feel heard when you're the only one talking? Oh, it's right. It's, it's, it's rife through <clears throat> many businesses where, you know, people stand, you know, out front and center and, you know, get frustrated uh, and, and not stop talking. I think I've been guilty of that too. I over talk things when, you know, I'm under high amounts of stress and I swear when I'm passionate, uh, you know. But yep. Yeah, you're right. I think everyone needs to be heard and, and that's just a great, you know, tool to, to use. I think there's families out there that I know of that use that. Yeah. But there's a saying that you also say sometimes, um, um, if it's slow with people is quick, quick yeah. with people is slow. You've yeah, it before? is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's that's a really clear way to describe, I guess, how to how to be with people. Yeah, you try and be quick about something, and you're not going to hear them because you're trying to solve it rather than hear them. Yeah, and communication is in the listening. And that's yeah, I'm very, I'm I'm I'll put my hand up and say I'm pretty guilty of that. Probably 35 minutes ago, I did that exact same thing. Okay, I move quickly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yep. I'm. I'm the bull, I'll come down. Yeah. And I won't bark orders, but I'll just be really concise of what needs to be done and in what order and, you know, uh, you know, are we good with that? Um, 
and I grapple with that. So I did it 35 minutes ago, and whilst I was doing it, I had the awareness enough to go, I'm fucking doing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Just stop and slow down, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I acknowledge that. So I have a look at, you know, hey, what's with that? Mm-hmm. What's going on? So a little bit of a tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, yeah, hey, I'm under a bit of stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably the, um, the trigger for me. Yeah. But I'm aware of it and I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to get the best result, but you know, the, the task will get done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To what standard? Again, you know, you don't know, it could be, need to be repeated or not done correctly. So the outcome is quite poor. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the danger of that is that, will they get the learning or not? No, they'll just say, oh, look, it's Luke again. No, he's... He's on, you know, one of those moods. And, yeah, definitely. So we, you know, and that brings awareness. So it's not just in business, but it's in life mm. in general, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's the thing, you know, you, you, you can struggle with it. Um, business is life. Yeah. It's sometimes it's life amplified. It is, yeah. Just there's, you know, all these people that are living life stuck in this one game together. Hmm. Which is like a boiling place for stuff at times. Yeah. And you, you get caught up in that. That's the thing. You know, I, I really think us as human beings, you know, need other opportunities to see outside of, you know, if you've been in, in one place for too long, mm-hmm. I think it'd be great for, you know, for anyone to go out and explore different things. You know, yeah. how they say the other side of the, the the grass is greener on the yeah. other side. Well, hey, it might not be, but at least you can go and explore that. And I really, uh, you know, uh, am inspired by people who have done that, you know, had complete shifts and changes, um, not know where it goes and, you know, mm-hmm. what it brings, but they've sort of followed their heart, you know, and, and, yeah. their, and, their, uh, you know, and their inner wisdom. So yeah. that, that for me is, you know, probably I look, I look up to that. Yeah. Something I'd like to aspire so to. What would it be like for you if you... If, if you were speaking to someone and, and they kind of gave you a vibe or said something that suggested that they felt like they could do do it better and you said, sure, go for it. I want to be your employee. Yeah. What would that be like for you if you stepped in an employee seat in your own business and put someone else in charge? Yeah, I've thought about that fleetingly, but probably not in depth. No, that's a great question. Um, I don't know how I'd react. It would probably give me a good insight of how the business ran. You know, mm-hmm. like of, of what? You know, is it confusing? Is it? You know, I mean, really take your head out of that the mm-hmm. space where I've been for such a long time. So, um, yeah, well, it's more like having a general manager, right? It's like, well, you know, I love people. Yeah, I hate cracking the whip. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. I do. This is what I'm like. So, you know, if I can find somebody who's great with people, doesn't mind cracking the whip, uh, can meet certain benchmarks and and KPIs, then yeah, I think you're the man for the job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that would definitely give you a different perspective on your business, I think. But what about for your, your staff as well? Because clearly they wouldn't know how to run a business. Yeah. Right. So they're going to go from doing a job in the business to suddenly having to run the whole thing. Yeah. Like that would give them a completely different perspective too. Well, it could. Yeah. Depending on, you know, where they're at. If they want to run a business, if they, you know, if that's something they want to do. It is a lot of pressure, do you know what I mean? And if you if you don't have, you know, if you don't have skin in the game, the passion's different, mm-hmm. yeah? 
Uh, like I'll approach any client uh, that deals with this company um, mm-hmm. with the utmost, you know, integrity, honesty, respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll yep. go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I will say that most people here who work with us are, are the same. You know, at, at mm-hmm. one point or time. Yep. Just at different points, yeah. Like I can't expect people to be at that level constantly all the time that I am. You know, mm-hmm. even when I'm really low or I'm tired, I'll still, you know what I mean. I'll yeah, take yeah, that yeah, extra yeah. mile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's your baby. It's you know. It's your it business. is. Yeah. 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 And that's what people appreciate mm-hmm. when dealing with this company. So holistically, we're very much, uh, you know, aligned. You know, as a company, and we, mm. we we you know we wow through service. We really go that extra mile because it, it it it's it's at the start and it's at the finish, yeah. Um, right through the whole process, and we really try and focus on that. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I love it. I mean, I enjoy it, you know, and 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 most people do too. But as I said, I I believe um, that if you don't have skin in the game, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, as yeah, you yeah. said, it's not. Yeah, it's so not. We kind baby. of expect yeah, people we work with to have that. You know, the people that work for us to have that same passion and drive for our business. We, well, we kind of consciously we don't expect it. Yeah. But subconsciously we kind of do, and we kind of operate in a way that you know why aren't you doing what I do? You know why aren't you putting in long hours? Why aren't you yeah. going that extra mile? You know yeah. why aren't you coming here when you're sick? Like, you know, mm. you're not passionate about about my customers like yeah. I'm, I'm hiring you to be passionate about my customers that's why we're here because we need to make a difference um, but the reality is it's yeah it is a bit different when it's you know when they don't have that same skin in the game yeah and that you know that brings on uh, you know I suppose moving on from that uh, you know friends that I've spoken to that you know looking to take their business to the next level you know what how can they motivate people how can they you know if their goal is to check out of the business or, you know, just oversee it in a, in a lesser capacity, yeah. uh, you know, in five years' time, how can they, you know, motivate their staff to, um, you know, be a part of that, take the reins, you know, mm-hmm. is it a general manager position with a high wage and, you know, more responsibility? Is it equity, you know, as a mm-hmm. percentage equity? Um, I've never been a fan of equity, you know, and, I, and I've spoken to people at depth that are sort of on that precipice of, of going that way. and. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't met the right person to go into, you know, like a partnership or business like that. Apart from my partner, who's my life partner, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're kind of just in it because that's, you know, where we are. You yeah. know, we kind yeah. of just sort of fell into it. Um, bless her. She's stuck by me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I've got to say, I've, you know, I've obviously seen a lot of businesses over the years. Yeah. And you, I can almost be guaranteed that 90 plus percent of the ones that are successful are those that have a partner. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And for those that are small businesses and stay small businesses, it's a life partner. Yeah. I can almost be, I can almost guarantee it. In fact, I say 90 plus, look, it, it's probably even way more than that. Yeah. Um, you know, Al, he, you know, he started his business with a partner. Yep. And, and, you know, that was incredibly successful. Not a life partner, but he had a partner. And for... You know, people that have a, a small business and start out in that space, if it's just themselves, they really struggle. Yeah. Because we, we're not great at everything. We're just not. You know, human beings are good at a range of things that they do. Um, even a jack of all trades is not a great at everything. Yeah. You know, they can do most things, but there's some things that are still, you know, outside their reach. Yeah. So if you're starting a business and you, you know, and you, the, the whole technology thing is beyond you, but you need to create a website and, and attract customers... You know, you can't just put it out in the yellow pages anymore. 
Yeah. That made it really easy for someone that was really good at their job. They stick an ad in the yellow pages and they'd have all the customers they needed. Yeah. And that was their business. Really simple model. You didn't have to be great at marketing or, you know, certainly didn't need to know anything about the internet. Yeah. And you could run your business. But these days, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, you've got to figure out how to attract customers. And if you're not good at that and you don't have a partner to support you in that, you're in some trouble. Yeah, it can be tough. <laughs> yeah. And there is businesses that, you know, get by word of mouth. Um, which is great, you know. I think that that's a great attribute, um, you know, Absolutely. To, to have that. But yeah. the odds are, if you're going to be successful, you've got a partner in your business. Even yeah. if that partner is a kind of part-time um, life partner, that's almost the prerequisite to success. Yeah, has been my experience with the number across all the businesses I've, I've seen. Well, they've got your back, right? Like that's kind of how you feel. So rain, hail, or shine. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Um, you know, hundred percent got you back, and it's the way it's it's you know the way that you look at it too. Yeah. Yep. Um, even today, we had a conversation with my partner, and we just we just move quickly. We just that's what we do. Like it's what what we've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's high five. Let's move on. You know, like yep. this is yeah. We control what we can control, except what is. And you know, as I said, you know, appreciate the wisdom on the way. So yeah, um, yeah. You can't get too hung up on those little things, but I do agree. Yeah, that. Probably some of the most uh, strongest uh, businesses I've seen or partnerships have been, you know, uh, husband and wife or, or long-term friends. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, because yep. it is hard to do it all by yourself, and you kind of yep. take the weight of the world uh, on your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have someone there to, you know, leverage that, and yep. they kind of see to be in it with you. you. Don't, and vice versa. You know, yep. so you pick up things, and I see that for ourselves as well. So, yeah, that's yep. awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also really hard though. Yeah. You know, like having to run a business with your significant other. Yeah. Like everything's out on the, out on the open. Like there's there's no hiding from that. Like there's nowhere to go. You can't go to work and, you know, and and, and bitch about your partner. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's right. You, yeah. you can't go home and talk about the people you went to work with. Yeah. You know, you it's it, you you're there all the time. Yeah. Um what's that like? Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to find that switch. Because you kind of want to come home and you've got stuff to say. I, I kind of think it's pretty organic for us. Uh, I used to fire up at maybe nine, ten o'clock at night. You know, my partner's sort of switching off. That's mm-hmm. sort of the way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big ticket items. You know. And so, <laughs> yeah. My brain works differently to hers. So then I've I've tried to you know mitigate that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just be conscious of that because it's not cool to bring everything home. But mm-hmm. we don't. You know, whatever needs to be spoken about at any point in time, we speak about, and it just sort of na- comes naturally. Yeah, we don't have many well, that, rules. That'd help. It. Yeah. So if we just feel it needs to come out, it's like yeah, cool, and we need to put a lid on it. We do, but it's also good in front of our kids as well. So we've got you know, got a few kids, and mm. that's life. Huh? Mm-hmm. How cool would it be? Like Dad's talking about you know, big deal, and you know, mm-hmm. all this is going down and stuff, and this and that, and yeah, you know, like. I never saw my parents or anyone in my family talk like that. No, so I kind same. of think, you know, around around the table that, you know, while I'm preparing dinner or whatever it is, we're having that conversation, the kids are there, so they're privy to all of that. So they see the, the struggles and, you know, the ideas and, you know, uh, the ups and downs. And so it just makes it kind of real, but it also makes it kind of normal for them. You know, I, I encourage them to not be working for a wage you know, mm-hmm. when they're yeah. older. I know they will at some point because they've got to learn the uh, the value of working hard. Yeah. 
Um, I actually think the sooner they do that, the better. Yeah. So that then they know what it's like working for someone else and they're more inspired to go work for themselves. Well, yeah, they are. In, in, but in saying that, they're very committed to their like sports and outside activities, you know. So yeah. that's week in, you know. Some, some dance like four days a week, mm. you know, plus like we're talking, it could be five, six days. Yeah. So that's yeah. commitment, right? That is commitment, yeah. Yeah, and that's a slog when you're a kid. And, I'm like, geez, yeah. you know, they, they do that. So that's week in, week out. But they, they follow their passion. Mm. So I believe they do get it from that. It's the value of, uh, well, not the value of money, just knowing how to generate income. Mm. Yeah, being smart about it. Um, and as I try to teach them to be a business owner or an investor leverage other people's time to make money yeah, yeah make money while you're asleep these are all little things that you know implemented whilst they're young uh can have you know benefits when they're older absolutely you know what i mean yeah. like because yeah. when you've got the house in order so to speak right you've got mm. your you know living expenses and accommodation all that sort of mm. stuff taken care of you can yeah. kind of focus elsewhere in life but right now i mean most of the population well not most but the large majority are just struggling to you know make ends meet and yeah. just just live yeah. somewhere with a roof over their head it's yeah. and even when people get a, a pay rise you know they don't go awesome we can pay the house off faster the majority of people go excellent we can buy a bigger house yeah and they just go and get a bigger more mortgage and put themselves further into debt yeah so what were you doing like or, or yeah, a bigger house yeah. Yeah, a, yeah a bigger house and more expenses and you know more expensive car that stuff doesn't make your life better that makes you think it should it's better because it looks more expensive but that doesn't make it better it doesn't give you more connection with your family but the bigger the house the less connection no, you've got with your family. yeah and all the fancy stuff around us and you know it yeah it takes it can take away from life you know what mm-hmm. i mean uh, yeah. and and that's it so what it drives the economy you know yeah right, buy another <laughs> tv no literally it does yeah. You, yeah. you know you look at the states and you're just like they are living on they're, that's yeah, how they're, it's they're, driven. They're, it's they're, not driven by industry like or, or deep seated, yeah. you know, roots in in manufacturing and and construction. It's it's bullshit. The, the whole economy is living off people buying fucking new cars, TVs, uh, just frivolous bullshit. Yeah, because that's well, the it's, way it's, we've been marketed to. I mean, that's my perspective. But it's people's need to to feel something like the connection and feel important and feel good about themselves. And you know, there's a they're trying to fill something that's, that's kind of missing. You know, we, we yeah. don't have that tribal community connection. No. You know, like the, the family is not this amazing, well together, just solid unit these days. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's not. And, and you know, yeah. and, and tribes broke down many years ago. And, so, and I, you know, the, the living in a, in a house, you know, we got to a house and, you know, tribes got smaller and smaller yeah. till, a, till a tribe became everybody sleeping in a one bedroom house all living in the same sleeping in the same bed yeah. the whole family yeah and you know, that's how small the tribe got but then that dissipated and now we've got big homes with you know on tiny blocks but we so we make a massive house double story own bedrooms everybody's got their own bedroom yeah my wife's insisting that my boys have their own bedrooms and i'm like oh, i'd actually like them to hang out in the same room you know we use the other bedroom from a playroom keep yeah. all their toys in that spot but yeah. give them the same bedroom so they can feel connected to each other as opposed to disconnected. Um, so, but anyway, my, um, you know, the, the, the boss wins, so they've got their own Yeah, right. They might come a time and they need a bit more space, and I think as, you know, people grow... Yeah, as they head into their, their team. Yeah, give them like their separate rooms. Sort of yeah. Privacy, so I can, yeah, I can definitely understand that. Uh, you know, I just, yeah, I feel that 
you know, as a society, we, we tend to get away uh, from community, you know, that community, that tribe sort of feel. Mm. And it's not everyone, right? Like I meet people all the time and it's they're very family orientated and yeah, it's totally. about community. Yeah. And that's what I aspire to. That's awesome. Like that's really, you know, that's really great that they're, they're able to do that and see that and they do things in their lives that, you know, will allow them to do that mm-hmm. rather than sort of, you know, stressing out about, you know, Bob and Laurie, they went away on a holiday. Why can't we go on a holiday like them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yeah. so that is keeping up with the with the Joneses kind of scenario. So, yeah, looking outside is never a yeah. good place. Yeah. yeah, it's never going to give you happiness looking yeah. outside. Um, unless you unless you go hunting for the people that have got it worse for you, and that's your intention. Like, but then what's the purpose of that anyway? Yeah, um, always looking inside just to just to find happiness, and happiness comes in connection with others and self. Yeah, it doesn't come from the stuff you buy. That's momentary. You know, you might look at it and go, "Oh yeah, look at that. I feel good about that." Yeah, and that's not wrong. You know, it's not wrong to do that, but that's not going to be your ultimate happiness. Your ultimate no. happiness comes from connection with self and others. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, yeah, well, definitely that, you know, having that infinite uh, happiness, you know, it's a, it's a resource. Buying stuff is, you know, it, it dries up pretty quickly, right? As I know, I mean, scientific studies, it, you know, it'll, even when people win lotto, you know, they're happy for, yeah, maybe a month and then <laughs> they're back to the same frame of mind just with a shit ton of cash. And, you know, very little experience on how to manage money. So, yep. nine times out of ten, they go broke. Yep. Yeah. 12 months later, they're, they're worse off financially than, yeah. than the day before they won. Yeah. Yeah. So, the more that you're in your head, um, potentially nothing will change. If nothing changes, right? Like, it's, yeah. that's, that's a big one too. And it's like, we can sweat the small stuff, you know, it's, yeah, it's the end of the world. I can't believe it's happened. You know what I mean? You can really build stuff up. Mm. You know, as you said earlier, our heads are pretty amazing at doing stuff yeah. like that um but you know what's it all for yeah it's completely out of our control what we can control is the little things we do every day yeah we don't watch the news no we i've, don't, I've gone i'll try bring to, that rubbish into my house yeah i try to just minimize the amount of um irrelevant information it's almost like it it's uh, an intrusion on you know on my brain when mm-hmm. i start reading news feeds it's like, well, I, I like to stay up to date but I kind of feel that um, yeah, I have those moments, weeks, where I just say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to look at any news. Maybe a bit of finance sort of stuff because I like to know if the stock market's going to crash or whatever, you know. Like, I need to know the next move, so... You'll, that, you'll find out after. But again, it's just, <laughs> yeah, but it's the same stuff, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this is happening and this is cool. So I like to stay abreast of things, but just... So that's that, so targeted research, though. It is. That, it, yeah, yeah, good yeah, point. Not so, just watch the news because that's what they want to regurgitate at yeah. you. Yeah. Like... I want to know about this and then go have a look at this. So if yeah. you want to look at the finances, you go look at the finances. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's a really intelligent way to, to look at, the, at, you know, what news is out there. Because so much of it is, you know, um, another massacre or another school or yeah. um, just horrid stuff like that. And it's like, well, you know, how's that going to further, further my life? Like, oh, look, yeah, oh, unless, yeah. I'm, unless I'm actually going to do something about it right now, yeah. what's, the, what's the point of me knowing about it? See, that sort of stuff, they're sort of major events. You know, I think I think they need to report that sort of stuff, but they do, they blow it up, right? But it's as, as well, bad as it is. Well, my question is, how much of that would happen if it wasn't getting reported? How many people would come up with that idea if they yeah. never heard of it happen? Well, I don't know. That you'd have to you'd have to test it, man. You'd have to uh, it's a it's an open ended question. And how are you gonna test that with, well, with society the way it is now? We can't yeah. test that. My, my, my point is... I Things suppose, have got really messy really quickly. Yeah. If you look at society, 
how quickly things are escalating, they're getting messy really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, even having, um, you know, like Barnaby Joyce and his partner, you know, what, what is this stuff? Like, what, what's happening here? Like, you know, that's news. Uh, it, 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 things like that that are not, um, <laughs> how does that contribute to the fabric of society? Who wants to, like, I don't want to know about your affair. Yeah. Come on. Like, yep. I don't. Like, that's yep. awesome. You've hooked up. If you're happy and you've had a baby, that's awesome. I just need to know that kid's got a good future in front of him. Yep. Yeah? Because they don't have a choice now. Um, but the rest, I don't care. Yeah. I, like, it, it doesn't... Yeah. It, it makes no sense. But it obviously sells, you know, it, it generates... Well, it's part of our need. It generates... Income. It's part of the reason we're so successful as humans. Yeah. Is, our, is that kind of social need and the social part of it. Like... Um, if we didn't have this need for gossip, right, then we wouldn't have created this complex language to be able to communicate it, which is kind of what they were suggesting in the book, that that's one of the reasons for it. For us to be able to communicate about gossip okay, being one of the core drivers for our language. So gossip's a good thing, right? Well, that's what's apparently he's suggesting in the book, that that's, okay. that's how it's got us here. I've got it all right, but, but I, I've also been taught in the coaching model about um, the needs of the ego. Like our yeah. ego has this need for gossip. Like yeah. it's a really important thing for us as human beings to kind of have this connection with gossip. But then it also becomes a point where we don't need it anymore. We yeah, outgrow okay, yeah. the need for gossip. Yeah. Um, when we're not, when <laughs> we, when we can't complaining. complaining. Is there a clear definition because, and I'm guilty of it too, but yeah, no, when there's gossip, it normally goes hand in hand with people complaining about other people and you know what I mean? It's like... Well, because that's all about the, the need for the self to feel good. Yeah, okay, yeah. When, when we're whole and complete, like truly whole and complete and we really, really don't need anything external to us to give us any self-belief um, at all. Yeah. Like we're just, yeah, cool. We are, we're awesome. As, I'm an, I am an awesome human being and I don't need, and it's irrelevant to me what anybody else says. Yeah. It makes no difference to me yeah. other than I will learn something about them. Yeah. That's the only thing that will happen in an interaction with me and someone else yeah, is that I will learn something about them because I'm whole and complete and I know everything I need to about me, which is I don't actually need to know anything about me because I know that I'm as a human being whole and complete. Yeah. And in that space, then... It totally changes. And you're like, well, I, I, gossip's useless to me. Other than, does that person need some help? Yeah. Well, why are you bitching to me about it? Why aren't you helping them? What are you doing? You Stop it. Of, Go yeah, help that person. Sort of switch off from it or also, you know, move away from it, right? You gravitate away. So, yeah, you'll definitely gravitate on. away from yeah, it. Yeah, and that'll happen gossip. multiple ways. One will be through the communication you have. Someone starts gossiping to you and you'll be like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, uh, oh but you want to know. For what purpose? Yeah. Right? And then they start questioning that and then you'd be clear about them. I said, unless you're telling me this because you want to know how to go help them because you're not clear about that, sure. But yeah. if you're telling me because you just want to put this person down or whatever it is, yeah. then I'm not interested. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, and that's not cool yeah. at all. Yeah. So you gravitate away from that and you gravitate towards, you know, better conversations. Yeah. They're nice. Hmm. And it just happens naturally. Yeah. But until we get to that point, which is, you know, quite a bit of a journey and a lot of people will never, no, well, never really yeah, yeah, journey towards that. It's a that. work in progress, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's multiple levels and, you know, as we talk about the eight levels of human potential, yeah. you know, you, you've got to get a fair way up before that dissipates. Yeah, true. 
you know, at halfway at halfway along, you're, you know, there's a good chance that you'll still enjoy gossip occasionally. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree. And until that point, we love it. We love the gossip. We love it. <laughs> we all love it. Bring on Barnaby Joyce and his missus. Yeah, I'll bring on those stories. Um, all right. Well, that's that's about us. Uh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a meeting. Um, <laughs> as I always say, thanks, Ross. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah, it's um, been great. Yeah, look forward to Thank it. Thank you. All right, mate. And thanks to the audience. Thank you. Bye. Bye.